For the new year, I really want to make sure that sauning is a big part of my wellness routine, and that is where I'm thrilled to bring in Bond Charge. Bond Charge is a holistic wellness brand with a huge range of evidence-based products to optimize your life in every way. Founded on science and inspired by nature, all Bond Charge products adapt ancestral ways of living in our modern-day world. Their extensive range of premium wellness products help you sleep better, perform better, and have more energy, recover faster, balance hormones, reduce inflammation. The list really is endless. If you're interested, go to bondcharge.com manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15%. That's B-O-N-C-H-A-R-G-E.com slash manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15% off on your purchase. That's bondcharge.com slash manifest. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. So don't search match with Indeed. If you need to hire, then you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. So ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of the show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash manifest. Just go to indeed.com slash manifest right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash manifest. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. How do you feel great on vacation? Like really good? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool white sand beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll immerse yourself in natural wonder and find your center on an island where things move at your speed. You won't just feel great, you'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba Effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. Welcome back to another episode of Manifest with Tori D. Simone. I'm your host, Tori D. Simone. Oh, it's so good to be back recording and it's so good to sit on my couch as I record this. I know I've been saying like, oh, the videos are up on YouTube, but for some reason I just, I filmed all of them and I just haven't put them up. But this one, like for real is up on YouTube. Okay. It's on my podcast YouTube channel, which is Manifest with Tori D. Simone. Um, I saw a statistic the other day that YouTube was the third largest platform to listen slash watch um, podcasts, which I thought was like crazy, but it does make sense. Like lately, whenever I'm listening to a podcast and I'm not in the car and I'm not like cooking or doing things around the house, I will just put it on either my TV or like I will watch podcasts like I talk later in this episode about some of my favorite podcasts and if they have a video component like I watch all of them so I'm sure a lot of you guys are also like that so I do have these up on video and you'll see that I'm just super cozy right now in the beginning of the year like January I was um 
like looking cute for these episodes. And then today I just couldn't be bothered. Like, honestly, I just wanted to sit on my couch and be comfy today and just be in a sweatshirt and talk to you guys. Um, because today's episode was an ask me anything. And a lot of the questions were about wellness, productivity, and relationships. So that's kind of where I'm keeping this episode and just diving into it from there. So this is very much so a, uh, a wellness productivity and relationship, ask me anything. And I really liked these questions and I'm excited to chat about them. But I was also like, you know what? I'm talking to my friends. Like I don't need to be looking my cutest today, which is honestly so funny because on Tuesday I like got fully ready, like did makeup at this really cute like bubble bar. Like I went out on my deck and like took all these photos. Like I was like kind of feeling it. And then yesterday on Wednesday, kind of same thing. Like I wore this like cute, like black crop top, long sleeve with like leggings and like did my makeup again, like looked cute. I guess I can't do it three days in a row. Like today I woke up and I was like, all right, I'm podcasting today. Like, let me just go throw on makeup. And mind you, this makeup takes like 10 minutes tops. Like it does not take a long time. And the way I just couldn't be bothered doing it today. So this is what you get. This is me in a sweatshirt and I'm also in sweatpants and I'm just chatting to you guys and feeling very grateful that I get to do what I love to do in sweatpants today. I'm feeling very grateful and thankful for sweatpants, especially. Um, I've also been like, I woke up today with a crazy thought and I just had to tell you guys. So recently I went off of my birth control and I actually have an entire episode planned in March for that of why I quit my birth control and how I naturally like plan my cycles now. So I have that planned out in March. So if you guys have questions about that, DM me them and I will make sure that they go in that episode. But, um, I woke up today because all day last night I was researching like naturally tracking your cycle. Like I feel like I've got a pretty good system going and I feel like I have, um, a good knowledge base to begin with and I'm excited to continue to learn more. Um, but I was watching on YouTube. I should find what her YouTube channel was. Um, hang on. Let me see if I can look her up. Nicole. Yeah. No, Natalie. Um, Natalie Crawford. She's a doctor, Dr. Natalie Crawford. Her videos are so informative. So like if you are just curious about the menstrual cycle at all, because I feel like there's so much that we're not taught in school that we kind of just have to learn on our own. Like I didn't know that there were four phases of the menstrual cycle until this past summer. Like that's crazy. Like I was, I'm 24 years old. Why am I just learning about stuff like that? Like I really do feel like they don't tell you so much stuff that we should be knowing about how our bodies work and the menstrual cycle and all that sort of stuff. So anyway, it's just wild to me. Um, but anyway, so this crazy thought that I had when I woke up this morning was I was like, what if I want to go to like med school and be a doctor about like an OBGYN and you know, like what would I have to do to go be a doctor? Um, and then I laid in bed for a little bit longer, woke up again, like 15 minutes later. Sorry. If you guys are watching the video, I'm like trying to adjust my hair because it just looks crazy on camera. Um, and then I woke up again, like 15 minutes later and I was like, I don't want to be a doctor, but I am very interested in the menstrual cycle and I definitely want to learn more about it. Maybe I should get, um, an expert on here. Maybe I can get Natalie on here. That'd be really cool. I'll DM her. I'll see what I can do. Anyway. Um, 
that was a weird tangent that I went on, but felt the need to share it with you guys because we're friends. Anyway, I hope you guys are having an amazing Monday so far. Um, I'm recording this on Thursday, back to my Thursday record, and I'm loving that. Um, but yeah, let's dive into your questions today, um, answering your wellness, productivity, and relationship questions. But before we do, um, let's start with our manifest moments. So three people that I'm sending love to today. Um, the first person that I'm sending love to is my therapist. And you guys will actually see in the next episode why. Um, but I'm sending love to my therapist today just because I feel like so much of these answers that I'm answering or questions that I'm answering today, my answers have been, I feel like they're very matured answers because of the work that I do in therapy. So definitely sending love to my therapist today. Sending love to my grandma today because it was just her birthday and um, happy birthday to my grandma. Love you lots. And the third person I'm sending love to is my boyfriend. He has started a new job recently and um, it's a very taxing job and I would have quit like so long ago. So I give him a lot of credit and I'm definitely sending him love today for that. Um, today I am grateful for being able to work from home and do it in my sweatpants and my sweatshirt. I'm just really, really grateful for for that. I'm also very grateful for the redirection that I'm seeing in the Manifest Planner Company and in this podcast. I kind of will explain that a little bit later in today's episode as well, but I'm really grateful for the space to explore the path and direction that I want to take both of those companies. Um, today, I'm manifesting an amazing show. Like Honestly, I just want to deliver great podcasts to you guys and great shows and great content, and I want you guys to have value in um, anything that you guys listen to when it comes to manifest with Tori's Moment, because I know there are so many shows out there and so many podcasts and so many other people you guys could be listening to on a Monday or Tuesday or really anytime. So I'm just very grateful and thank you guys so much for choosing to listen to manifest with Tori's Moment. So I'm manifesting a great show today. Um, and the last thing is my affirmation. And it's that I am creating a life that is very fulfilling and financially rewarding for myself. Um, I feel like right now, um, <laughs> the I don't want to like get into the economy, but we all know that like the economy is hitting pretty hard and it's definitely hitting hard in my space, particular with podcasting too. Like I know a lot of other spaces are obviously impacted, but I'm feeling the direct benefits from um, my podcasting space. And I am just definitely affirming and manifesting that I'm creating a fulfilling and sustainable lifelong career for myself. And um, yeah, that's my affirmation for today. My daily goal to manifest as my higher self today is to remain focused on the task at hand. I feel like I have a lot of different things to do today that involve like task switching of all of my different like jobs. I feel like I have my feet in so many different like waters. I don't know how to like explain it. Like my toes in this water and this water. Like I just have, I just feel like I'm in so many different like ponds of career wise. So I feel like I'm like switching between a lot of those tasks today. Um, so I'm definitely going to have my goal be to focus on just the task at hand. All right. So those are the manifest moments. I would love to hear your manifest moments, post them on your story, tag our Instagram at manifest with Tori D. Simone. I don't know if you guys noticed, but um, we're trying to step up the content game over there. Let me know if you guys like it. I hope you do. Um, yeah, my, my girl Maddie's working really hard over there. So 
Anyway, um, that is the manifest moments for today. So let's get into answering your questions all about wellness, productivity, and relationship questions. I asked all of these questions on my personal Instagram at Tori Sterling underscore, but I'm definitely going to be asking them um, on the podcast Instagram going forward as well, which is manifest with Tori's moments. So be sure to go follow both. And that is where I pulled these questions from. So let's begin. For the new year, I really want to make sure that sauning is a big part of my wellness routine, and that is where I'm thrilled to bring in Bond Charge. Bond Charge is a holistic wellness brand with a huge range of evidence-based products to optimize your life in every way. Founded on science and inspired by nature, all Bond Charge products adapt ancestral ways of living in our modern-day world. Their extensive range of premium wellness products help you sleep better, perform better, and have more energy, recover faster, balance hormones, reduce inflammation. The list really is endless. So from blue light glasses, starlight therapy, to EMF management, and circadian-friendly lighting, Bond Charge products help you naturally address the issues of our modern day way of life effortlessly with maximum impact. One of my favorite products from Bond Charge is their infrared sauna blanket. I loved sauning and I have for a really long time, but the problem is I always have to go to the gym. And a lot of times I want a sauna at night when I'm cozy at home. I just don't want to leave. That's why using the infrared sauna blanket at home has been so amazing. This is a really great way to ease stress and unwind at the end of the day. It's also really good to detoxify and it promotes um, lower inflammation in the body, which is really, really huge. What's also really cool is that because this is a blanket, your head is out of it. So it's honestly, I find it's easier to stay in this longer. And because my head is out of it, I'm able to like read a little bit longer and my body still gets all the good benefits that I get while being in the sauna blanket. It's really easy to set up and it's also really easy to clean. It takes less than a minute to set up. It heats up really quickly and I can enjoy like a 30, 40 minute session in the sauna blanket while I'm relaxing, reading, watching TV, meditating. While if I'm in the sauna, I can really only stay in it for like 15 minutes because it gets so hot and uncomfortable, but because my head's out, I'm able to stay in it longer, but I still get all the benefits of it. I just feel so much more relaxed after my sessions. I just feel really, really good. And I just love ending my night with a sauna. Bond Charge ships worldwide in rapid time. They have free shipping on every sauna blanket. They also have easy returns and exchanges, and they have a 12-month warranty. If you're interested, go to bondcharge.com manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15%. That's B-O-N-C-H-A-R-G-E dot com slash manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15% off on your purchase. That's bondcharge.com manifest. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. So don't search match with Indeed. If you need to hire, then you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. So ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. 
What I love about Indeed is that whenever I'm looking for a candidate, I put it out on Indeed and instantly I get matched with exactly what I'm looking for. So I don't really have to waste time like scrolling through resumes or anything like that to make sure that they're what I'm looking for. Every resume that I do look for has exactly the qualifications that I need. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning your preferences. So the more that you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of the show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash manifest. Just go to Indeed.com slash manifest right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash manifest. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This episode is brought to you by Seed. Probiotics are most effective when they make it to your colon, alive. That's why C developed a patented two-in-one capsule that safeguards viability of its DSO-1 daily symbiotic through digestion to deliver the maximum dose to your colon. No refrigeration necessary. Visit C.com slash Spotify and use code SPOTIFY25 to get 25% off your first month. Okay, the first question is what to do when everything feels overwhelming. I would love grounding tips. I totally get this and I have I felt like this very recently and this is exactly what I did in the order that I did and it really helped me and I've been doing this for a while without noticing it and realizing it, but it really has helped me regardless of what the situation is, whether I was just, you know, work gets really stressful, or maybe I got in a fight with a friend or my boyfriend or, um, I don't know, life just gets stressful. I'm spiraling in my mind, like whatever it might be. Like this is the order that I do things in. So the first thing that I do is journal, but I journal with a 20 minute time limit and I put a time limit on it so that I don't spiral. And so that I don't, have like these physical manifestations of thoughts on paper that are the worst case scenario. So I put a time limit on it of 20 minutes and I say, okay, in these 20 minutes, like get all of my thoughts out on paper and I just get everything out. Like whatever's in my mind, I'll put it on paper and just empty my brain. And that feels really good. After I do that, I will meditate or breathe. Just finding your breath is so, so important. Calm has, the Calm app has really great guided meditations for relieving stress, relieving anxiety, for calming your mind when you're overthinking. So I'll typically put like one of those on and I'll just breathe. Breathing is so powerful and in and of itself, it's a very grounding act. So I think just finding your breath will make you feel better right away. Um, the third thing that I do, remember this is in order. So journal, then breathe. Then the third thing I do is I will step away from what's making me feel overwhelmed. So again, whether it's like work or it's an email or maybe it's an invoice that I got or maybe it's financial problems or maybe it's a fight or maybe it's, um, I don't know, whatever it is that you're feeling overwhelmed about, I will physically step away from the situation, like put distance between myself and the quote unquote problem. Whatever it is, I'll just step away from it. Um, this actually was the other night. I 
was doing work and I just felt like I had so much work to do. And it's so funny because I remember in that moment, I was like, I have so much work to do. And now looking back, like I can't even remember what work I was doing. Like in the moment, we feel like our problems are so big. But then if we put distance between ourselves and the problem, you most of the time, like won't even remember what it was that was stressing me out to begin with. So a week ago, I was like, I have so much work to do, but my parents wanted to go to dinner and it was like around dinner time. And I was like, you know what? I should just go to dinner. Like it's going to be fine if I like step away and go eat. Like I have to eat anyway. So I may as well just like go out to dinner and then come back and I can finish work when I get back. And I remember when I was out, I was like, I'm so happy. I just stepped away. And then when I got home, I was like, you know what? I can just do it tomorrow. And I felt great. And I don't even remember what I was stressing out about a week later. So it must have not been as big as it felt in the moment. So physically put distance between yourself and whatever is making you feel overwhelmed. That's the third thing. The fourth thing is to go outside. This always helps me feel grounded. If it's freezing cold out, the cold air will feel good. If it's hot out, it'll feel good. Touch grass, go for a walk. If you're by the ocean, like go into the water. That's like the ultimate. (laughs) Um, But just going outside will always help you get grounded and just kind of like, again, put distance between yourself and the situation that's making you feel overwhelmed. But it'll also just ground you and kind of remind you that, that like you are one person on this huge, ginormous, gigantic world. And our problems feel like the biggest problems in the world, but in the kindest, most humbling way, they're not. So going outside gets you grounded and gives you perspective. Number five is create a game plan when you're in a clear headspace. So after you do all these steps, journaling, meditating, slash breathing, stepping away and going outside, you can then revisit the problem, whether it's a couple hours later, a couple days later, a couple weeks later, and you can approach this with a clear mindset and create a game plan. I would not recommend trying to fix a problem when you're angry, when you have high emotions, maybe you're full of overthinking, you're spiraling with your thoughts with it. You might have anxiety when you approach the situation. Approach this with a clear head space and no matter how long that takes, create a game plan when you're clear headed. And then number six from here, do the things that fill your cup to manage stress. So once you have like this game plan, like let's say it's work and you're really overwhelmed with this one project and there's a deadline, do all the things, then come back with a clear game plan and say, okay, I'm gonna complete X, Y, and Z by Monday. From today until Monday, do things that will fill your cup. And you know what that means for you. It could be working out, reading, being with friends, painting, cooking, whatever that might be. Things that help you manage stress along the way are really important. So that's my, uh, those are my six tips. When you feel overwhelmed, journal, meditate, step away, go outside, create a game plan and fill your cup. I hope that helps. Number two, This is kind of a loaded question and there were many that went along with it. And I love this question. How do you stay on track with your goals while being in a relationship? I am struggling to eat healthy around him. I was also asked, how do you keep a routine while living with a boyfriend, especially when my boyfriend has no structure? And I was also asked how to find motivation to be healthy after getting comfortable in a relationship. I love all of these questions. So let me just start with this. You are your own person and so is your partner. Just because the two of you are comfortable with one another and you live with one another does not take away from the fact that you are your own person with your own needs, such as routine, structure, and eating healthy. And your partner is also their own person with their own needs, such as maybe wanting to eat junk food and have no structure. 
So with that being said, with that understanding that like you are your own person and your partner is your own person and you've chosen to be your own people together in a relationship, that's how I'm approaching this question. So let's break this down. The first question, eating healthy when it comes to your partner. Here's what I found because I have had both situations in a relationship where I've been like really healthy with a partner, but I've also been like really like, let's just eat junk food and veg out on the couch and just like be like super unhealthy together. Like it's fun to do both, honestly. So this is my approach with it. I found that it's more fun to cook for two people. So in the beginning, and I personally enjoy cooking, which is new. Like I used to not love cooking, but I feel like the past year, year and a half, I've really kind of leaned into cooking more. So if what I say about cooking, you're like, that's not me. Just try it. Like, see if you like cooking, find some recipes that you enjoy cooking and that you find are good and just kind of add them into like a weekly rotation for you and your partner. It'll help. But in the beginning of the week, maybe ask your partner, like, what do you want to have for dinner this week? And if he says, I don't know, well, then the ball is like really in your court and you can make dinner for the both of you this week, or you can schedule plans to like go out, um, together and eat out like together and whatever, you know, you want to decide to eat, like he'll just go with you because you asked him and he said, I don't know. Or if he gives you any feedback left and he's like, Oh, like I want to have a pasta dish. Then you can be like, okay, like I'll make us something for pasta. And then you can find a pasta dish that's tasty and still healthy and delicious. And that's like a really fun way, um, to eat healthy with your boyfriend. Um, if he doesn't like what you eat and he wants to eat his own food, then like, fine, like let him eat his own food. But that doesn't mean that you don't have to cook yourself a nice meal just because your boyfriend doesn't want to eat what you're eating. Maybe instead, like you cook yourself a dinner and you know, you might still cook for two or three people, like the portion size of it. And then you just have it for leftovers the rest of the week. Honestly, you'll save money in groceries that way. And you can still cook and you can still have the foods that you want to eat and your boyfriend can have the foods that he wants to eat, but maybe you guys just eat together at the same time. Like maybe that's important to you. So regardless if he's eating like chicken fingers and fries, like it doesn't really matter because if you want to be eating a salad or a soup, or you want to like try this new casserole recipe, whatever it might be, it doesn't really matter what he's eating because you can still make whatever you want and you guys can just eat together. Um, also just because he doesn't like eating healthy means that you have to stop being like eating healthy. This kind of going back to what I said, like we are our own person and so is our partner. And even though it would be easier sometimes to control our partners and to be like, well, I'm eating healthy. So, so are you. That's not realistic all the time. Um, like, can you imagine like if our boyfriend was only eating like I don't know. I'm trying to think of like a bland food, like chicken, rice, and broccoli all the time. And they were like, I'm eating this. So you have to, I'd be like, literally no thanks. Like you're your own person too. And so are they. So you guys don't have to be eating the same things if you don't like eating the same things, but there's a way that you can cook to make the both of you happy. And if that's not even a possibility, then there's definitely ways to like go to restaurants and have foods that he will like and that you will like, and he can have his own foods and you can have your own food, but maybe you just eat together. Also, I encourage you to be the positive influence in your relationship. If your boyfriend or partner sees you eating healthier, maybe they're going to want to eat healthier too. So be the positive influence in your relationship. All right, going to a routine, keeping a routine while living with a partner who has no structure. Kind of the same thing, like do your thing, girl. 
there will be seasons of life where your routines sync up and then there will be seasons of time where they don't. Like currently my boyfriend, he works um, really like long hours. So he wakes up at 6 a.m. for work and he's out the door by 6.15 a.m. every day. And I wake up at 7 a.m. and then I begin my day. So our, our routines like really don't sync up. But it's really nice to like be on my own when I wake up and like not have someone else in the room that I'm like tiptoeing around so that like I don't wake them up. Um, so it's really nice to like wake up and have the house alone. But on weekends, like all bets are off because like he'll sleep in till like 11 or 12 because he wakes up so early during the weekdays. And I typically still wake up between like seven and eight on the weekends. And I'll go to the studio or I'll go for runs on those days. And do I want to like stay in bed and be lazy? Like, of course. But I also like to think that the only thing I'm missing out on when I get up early on the weekends and he's like still like lounging around in bed like asleep is that the only thing I'm going to be missing is like sleeping next to him. Like he won't even notice if I'm there or not. You know what I mean? So I'll just go on, fill my cup and return a better girlfriend. Like if I go for a run, like I know I can come back and just chill out and not worry about having to go for a run later. Or if I want to go to the studio, I can go do my thing at the studio and then come back and like odds are he'll still be asleep or like he'll wake up and like when he wakes up, like he'll just chill out for a while. Like I'm not missing anything. You know what I mean? So it's not like I feel guilty or bad for like doing my own thing on the weekends in the mornings, especially. Um, but that kind of goes back to what I'm saying. Like he's his own person. He wants to sleep in and I got to let him and I'm my own person. I want to go do things. So I'm going to go do that. We can't control our partners. Like they ultimately are going to do what they want to do when it's up to us to accept if they, it's up to us to accept if we are okay with that behavior and okay with this relationship. That's only an answer that you have. And I can't tell you like if you're okay with your boyfriend, not really having structure, but also kind of going back to what I was saying before, if you do want your boyfriend to have more structure and more of a routine, continue on with your routine and your structure and be that positive influence. And I think those things are going to start rubbing off on him. Like if you go to bed every night at nine 30 and he wants to hang out with you, like he'll come up to bed with you. Like maybe if he wants to like watch shows and you want to read a book, like he'll maybe watch shows like on his phone or on an iPad. That's what my boyfriend and I do. Like I typically like to be up in bed by like nine 30 or 10 and read. Um, and he likes to watch shows like I decompress by reading. He decompresses by watching shows. So we'll just do it next to each other and we do our own things. And like, we're both really happy doing that. So you'll just be like a positive influence and his routine won't mimic yours essentially, but you can still coexist while having your own separate like routines next to one another. Be the positive influence is what I'm getting at. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Tonight, only on Disney Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Does anyone here know the lyrics? Prove it. Taylor Swift.
Swift Vieira's Tour, Taylor's version, with four additional acoustic songs. Streaming tonight only on Disney Plus. And the third part of that question was, how do I eat or how do I remain healthy after getting comfortable in a relationship? I think being comfortable in a relationship is so amazing. And like, it's such a great feeling when you can be like completely yourself with another person. But I also believe that being healthy is a part of life. And it's not just part of like the courting slash dating part of getting into a relationship. Kind of going back to what I said in the other two points, be the positive influence in your relationship. You can be comfortable with your partner, but still be healthy with your partner. Especially if before you started dating them, living a healthy lifestyle and leading a healthy lifestyle was something that was very important to you. Ask your partner if they want to come to the gym with you or if they want to go on a walk with you, if they want to cook with you, et cetera, things like that. You too can make a very comfortable life together while still being a healthy and happy couple. If you lose yourself and you lose what makes you happy in a happy relationship, you probably won't be very happy in that relationship for much longer. You need to continue filling your cup always in your relationships. And if that means doing things that are healthy, then continue to do the things that are healthy and be the positive influence on your partner. But I would also imagine that you and your partner started dating because you guys have things in common, such as a healthy, um, healthy lifestyle. So it shouldn't be like too out of the blue to be like, why don't we like go on a walk together this morning or something like that. And if he's like, so not into that, then that's fine. You can again, do your own things, maybe meet up with friends and continue living a healthy lifestyle. And it's up to you to decide that if that's okay with you or not, if your boyfriend leads a healthy lifestyle or not, that's only the answer that you have. So I hope that helps. Um, but I think it's just remembering that you are your own person and so is your partner at the end of the day. And you guys have been your own people together and now you chose to do it together and compliment one another well. So I hope that helps. The third question is how do you practice self-discipline? This is hard. And if it was easy, everyone would do it. Okay. Let's just remember that self-discipline is not easy. And if it was, everyone would do it. It's hard. So let's first acknowledge that it's hard to keep promises to ourselves, but it's very important. Um, Nick Bear the other day posted a running motivation video and it had a really good quote in it that I loved that he said, he said, choose, he said, avoid choosing the easy wrong to make the hard right. So don't choose the easy wrong but choose the hard right. It's very easy to skip out on promises that we made to ourselves, like waking up early, like going for a run, like cooking dinner when we're tired. But it's that that makes the hard right so rewarding and so fulfilling. So don't choose the easy wrong, choose the hard right. Another tactic that I picked up also from the CEO of BPN, which is um, was Nick Bear's company, but he recently stepped down as CEO, and a woman named Kat Thomas, who is amazing. She um, She's a really cool, accomplished individual. She recently um, was promoted to CEO of BPN, and she has a... Um, a, a folder on her laptop that she called proof of progress. And I thought this was really, really cool. And I, I just loved this idea. If something that you're being self-disciplined, um, let, let me say this for an example, like if going for a run is how you're choosing to be self-disciplined today, I'm just using running as an example, cause it's on the forefront of my mind recently with running my marathon. 
So if your run is your example of being self-disciplined, take a picture of your Apple watch after each run or a selfie after each time you're done a run and put it in a folder on your phone and call that folder proof of progress. And then when you don't want to run, look back and through that folder and just like scroll through it and look at the pictures that you've taken and you'll be able to convince yourself to go do things that you don't want to do in that moment. I just love this idea, like proof of progress. You can do this with anything. If you're trying to get into cooking and you want to be more self-disciplined by cooking meals at home, take a picture of every time you're done a recipe and put it in a folder called proof of progress. If you want to start a new company and you have to start chipping away at this idea or a business plan every single day, take a picture of your to-do list every day and have it be checked off and put that in your folder and say proof of progress. And then on the days that you don't want to do it, look at your proof of progress folder. It's such a powerful tactic and a really good idea. I just, I love that idea. So that's how um, I practice self-discipline daily. Okay. The next question, what are my favorite podcasts? I have so many. I love podcasts. And, um, I find that I like barely even listen to music anymore. I pretty much just listen to podcasts. Like the only time I'll listen to music is when I'm making a spoon playlist. Um, or if I'm going for a run and I want to listen to music, I normally don't listen to music on runs though. And I'll get, there's a running question. So I'll get into that in a little bit, but Um, so yeah, I like just pretty much listen to podcasts. Like I wake up podcast, I go to sleep podcast. Like I'm podcast, podcast, podcast girl through and through. So my favorite podcast in no particular order. Um, I listed 13. (laughs) The toast is probably my most listened to podcast. Um, I'm obsessed and I just love the toast. And also I just want to say the next time they ask for a co-host, um, recommend me. Okay. Because the way that I am so opinionated on all of their stories and the, their fast five every day, whenever they're like, Oh, like, and they get deep into it. Like I will literally talk to the podcast as well. Like I would love to be a guest on the show one day just to go over the fast five, not to do an interview with myself. Like if there's ever a maternity leave again, let me know. Claudia Jacks, let me know. I will be right there. Anyway, love the toast. Um, the second, one that I have listed is 8020 Podcast with Lily. I'm just obsessed and she's like my girl. Gals on the Go, love. I love all these, so I'm going to stop saying like love, da da da. Gals on the Go, um, Happy Hour with Gretchen. I love you so much with Kenzie Elizabeth. Insanely Chill with Cody Co. Also, just want to give a quick shout out to Cody Co. because I'm obsessed with his new YouTube channel, Cody Trains. It's so inspiring, (laughs) which sounds so funny to say, but it's very inspiring and it's really funny. And it's like, I'm obsessed. Huberman labs with Andrew Huberman. I think we all know that I'm like obsessed. Sophia with an F. Yep. I'm like obsessed. I'm obsessed, obsessed. Sophia with an F is like so good. It's what call her daddy used to be. And I really liked the old caller daddy before like their fight and everything. And I'm just really glad that Sophia like kept the show going because the current call her daddy is not at all what call her daddy used to be. And that's fine. But I think when like the whole breakup happened, I think Alex Cooper should have rebranded the show because it's not call her daddy. Like call her daddy is Sophia with an F. You know what I mean? So I love Sophia with an F. The Bear Performance Podcast. Um, Anything Goes with Emma Chamberlain. Love. The Doctor's Pharmacy. That's with Dr. Mark Harmon. Hyman. I really love that. Um, Joe Rogan and recently chicks in the office. I've just started listening to that and, um, I really like them also on this note, I want to 
bring on a co-host for this show for manifest. Um, I've been like manifesting this and putting it out into the universe for the past like month or so, but I've kind of just realized that I want someone else to banter with and to have, and to carry these conversations with me. I've been doing the show. It'll be four years in May and I've been doing it solo for four years. And I love the direction of the show and I love the content of the show, but I will admit like it's very hard to have a conversation with yourself all the time. So I would love a co-host for like two episodes a month and the topics like won't change. It'll still be pretty much like wellness oriented and everything that we talk about on the show like that won't change, but I would love someone to just kind of banter with and go off of and offer another perspective and just have it be a very organic conversation that I feel like when others are listening to this, they can like contribute and be like, yeah, I agree with that. Or like, I disagree. Or like, I just want it to feel very organic, like a conversation. So I'm definitely looking for a co-host. And with that being said, I would love to have a co-host for two episodes a month. And then I will do one solo episode once a month. And then I want to bring on a guest once a month, but I don't want to bring on guests where it's like people that are just like promoting something or going on a podcast tour. Like I want guests of normal people in my life that I know that I feel have such value, such as like my therapist. Like I'd love to bring my therapist on. I'd love to bring on um, yoga instructors and talk about wellness and the practice of yoga. Like I'd love to bring on um, people that are experts in their current field in day-to-day life that aren't on like a podcast tour and that aren't like promoting a book and something like that. Like I want people that are passionate about their field that I personally know in my day-to-day life to come on the show and just share their knowledge with you guys in the field of wellness. I'm really lucky to know a lot of awesome people through Stride and through social media that I want to bring them on. Um, But I don't want the show to turn into like a guest-based podcast. I feel like there's so many of those out there and I don't want Manifest to ever become that. But I do want to bring in other people that have... um, you know, I want to bring in like guests, like in my, in my day-to-day life and just have them share the conversations about topics that we already are talking about on the show. So that's kind of where I want to go with this. I want to have a co-host for two episodes a month, a solo one, one episode a month, and then a guest once a month. So if you guys want to be my co-host, like honestly, like I'm, I'm looking for a co-host. So if you think that like you would be amazing at that, or if you're centered in wellness, or you know, someone that you think would be a great co-host, go to my website, torydesimone.com and scroll down to contact me and just write me and be like, you know, send over like a resume or I don't know why you like, I don't know. Why do you think you'd be a great co-host or why do you think you know someone that'd be a good co-host? I'm really actively searching for a co-host. I have no timeline on this. I'm kind of just putting it out in the universe and hoping that the universe will like have my back a little bit in this and bring me the right person. Um, but I am actively looking for a co-host. Okay. Anyway, let's move on to question number five. Okay. The next question, how do you move past limiting thoughts? Okay. So I'm going to dive deep into this in my next podcast episode. Um, and I'm really excited for that episode because it is going to be lessons that I've learned in therapy. So that's going to be one that I'm like super excited about, but I'll also touch on it on this episode a little bit too. So limiting thoughts are intrusive thoughts and insecurities. And oftentimes it's just anxiety. 
And anxiety is the worst case scenario. And we convince ourselves that that is the reality and like that's coming true. So when we convince ourselves that our anxiety is real life, we are constantly in this stage of like the worst possible thing is happening to me. And we enter this complete flight or fight response and our bodies don't know the difference of actual stress and then just like made up stress from our minds. But it really is just our minds creating this false scenario. So to rid the anxiety, I will go back up to the answers that I said on question number one, which is journal, meditate, step away, get outside, create a game plan, and then manage your stress from there. Um, So that's what I'll do to like rid the anxiety. But I also would like to acknowledge that limiting thoughts are make-believe. We are putting doubt in our minds and choosing to believe the negative thoughts that are entering our minds. But what if we chose to believe the good thoughts? Like what if we chose to put the power of our mind into productive thinking and productive thoughts and thoughts that will lead to positive impacts in our life? Limiting beliefs are completely made up and they're in our own mind and it's easy. This is kind of like going back to the other one, the easy wrong, the what was it exactly that he said? Yeah, the easy wrong or the hard right. It's easy to have great big plans and then to immediately shoot them down and be like, you know what, but that's probably not going to happen. But it's harder to believe that something good is going to happen to you. So choose the hard right. There you go. Um, Okay, number six, where do you get inspiration for your lifestyle? Honestly, myself, and this sounds like maybe selfish when I say that out loud, but I like to see inspiration from things like on YouTube and Instagram and from girls that like I follow or that will just show up on my explore page. But I also know what makes me feel my best just from doing things over the years. So like I know that if I feel really good after doing something, I want to continue to replicate that feeling and do it again. And then vice versa, if I know that I don't feel good by doing something, I typically won't do it again. So I tend to let myself be the guide and I just really listen in on it. But of course I get inspired from like those cute little like reels that I see on Instagram or I get inspired from podcasts or reading books or chatting with friends. But for the most part, it really is like what works for me and knowing that like I can be inspired all day long, but what's making that inspiration turn into consistency is the results that I get from doing the things that make me feel good. Results meaning like I I feel good after a run. I feel good after I journal. I feel good after I meditate. I feel good when I get a long night's worth of sleep. I feel good when I cook a meal for myself. Things like that. Like that in and of itself is inspiration to me. The next question, best running tips. I'm training for a 5K with no experience. Okay, this is awesome. You get it, girl. Good luck. Let me know how it goes. I'm very excited to hear about it. So I have five running tips for you. Um, Number one is run by the minutes, not the miles. This is something that I recently switched and oh my God, it has made running so much more enjoyable. When I used to say like, oh, I'm going out for a two mile run, I would just wait for my watch to beep for the mile marker and then I would just turn around and be like, oh my God, I have another mile to go. Or when I had longer runs, like when I was running like eight miles, I'd be like, okay, four miles out and four miles back. And then every single time I watch would go off, be like, okay, one mile, two mile, three mile, four mile. Now I can turn around. 
five miles. You know what I mean? And I was just counting down the miles and it was so not enjoyable. Once I switched to running by the minutes and having my running coach be like, okay, go run 30 minutes. I would just run 15 minutes out, 15 minutes back. And it felt so much better. I also knew that regardless of how slow or how quick I went, I'm just running by the minutes. So even if, you know, I'm running 30 minutes and let's say like average, I can run a 10 minute mile. That means like maybe I'll get three miles in. That doesn't necessarily mean I will get three miles in. Like maybe I'm going to be slower that day. So maybe I'll get two miles in, two and a half miles in. Maybe I'll be quicker that day and get four miles in, which has never happened. But like, you know what I mean? Like I can run as slowly as I want on my pace, but I'm still going to get the run done because I'm running by the minutes, not the miles. So go by the minutes, not the miles. It helps so much. It's like seriously a game changer. Number two is get the right shoes. Um, I can't tell you what shoes to go get. Um, I could tell you what I run in, but it's kind of irrelevant. I use right now I'm running in the um, Saucony Endorphin Speed 3s. I like them, but you have to go to a running store and ask what they recommend and they'll get you fitted for the right shoe. You'll try on a different kind, a different a couple different kinds of shoes and you'll just see what you like best and what fits your body, your foot, your legs, everything right. Um, yeah. So get fitted for the right shoes. Number three is make sure you eat enough. Um, it's so, I, I mean, personally I'm starving when I run like during my runs, I'm not hungry, but typically the day after a run, I'm like a bottomless pit. Like I'm constantly eating. So just lean into that and just make sure that you're eating enough. Um, Number four is get good sleep. It is amazing how much better your runs are when you sleep well the night before. So definitely prioritize getting good sleep and make this a habit. Like 80% of your life, you should be getting good sleep. And it's amazing what happens when you sleep well. And number five is try running without music. I find same thing kind of with running with the miles. When I'm running with music, I find myself very like caught up on how long the song is. I can't believe I'm still on the same song. I know I put 10 songs in this playlist. I'm on song six. Like I just get so in my head when I run with music. Sometimes it's nice. Like when I was going for 20 minute runs, I would do 10 minutes out, 10 minutes back. And on the way back, I would put on the Taylor Swift 10 minute all too well version. I knew that like at the end of that song, my run would be over. So that was like a good way to keep time for me. But it was also a fun song that I could get lost in. And like I was screaming it on the trail, like alone, like a weirdo, like singing at the top of my lungs. And I had a lot of fun doing that. So there are times when I will run with music, but for the most part, I will run without music. And if I want to listen to something, maybe I'll put on a podcast, but I also like running to think if I'm running alone, like I'll bring headphones with me in case I want them, but odds are I won't use them. And if I'm running with um, a friend, I will just like chat the whole time. And um, yeah, those are my running tips. So try running without music. You might find that it's actually a lot easier. The next question is, how did you fix your relationship with food? So the last podcast episode that I put out, um, it's called A Healthy Lifestyle Starts With a Healthy Mindset, touches all on this. So if you have not listened to that, go listen to that episode. I could give you the cliff notes right here, but honestly, just go listen to that episode because it has the answers in it. And I also just want to take a quick second to thank everyone for all of the really kind messages on that podcast. I almost didn't upload the episode because 
I was in fear that it was too vulnerable, too raw and too triggering, but I'm so glad I did because I got an overwhelming amount of messages saying how you related to that episode and how you really needed to hear it. And I thank you guys a lot for those messages when you do reach out because it means a lot. I once heard advice. I feel like I heard it in a Netflix movie, the one with Mila Kunis, but I can't remember if that's where it came from or not. Anyway, and it was advice about writing a book and it was write like no one is going to read it. And I've adapted that into podcasting and it's, um, and I've adapted that into podcasting like no one will listen. And that's what I did with the last episode. And I just spoke as if no one was going to listen to the episode. And I spoke from my heart and I spoke very vulnerably and very raw and it was nerve wracking to put up, but it was rewarding. So I want to thank you guys so much for all the positive and kind messages that, um, that came from that. My next question is, will you come out with an academic hardcover version of the planner to start in August? So I kind of wanted to chat about this for a minute. So the plan was, yes, I definitely want to come out with a dated academic version of the manifest planner because I have a digital one, but I want to come out with a hardcover, hardcover one. But after having a physical product for almost three months now, I have no idea what the F I'm doing. Like I am seriously like, I don't know what I'm doing. And I thought that I would know a little bit more by now, but I don't. I thought that I got the shipping rates down. I clearly don't. I thought that I was able to, like, I can make the product. That's not the problem. I can make the product, but I need to sell more of the products. I need to market the product up enough to where I'm making money off of it in order to continue to fund hardcover products because digital products don't cost a lot to produce and then sell and distribute, but hardcover products, they take a lot of money. And I feel like it's honestly a bottomless pit of money. And I feel like I'm not making any money off the hardcover products. And that's not a sustainable business model. And I just think it's my fault. I think I'm doing it wrong. So my plan for the rest of Q1 is to focus on digital products and digital strategy to produce more money to funnel into hardcover products. So the answer initially was yes, but I think it's like a pause right now because if the money's not there to make more hardcover products, then I can't, but I need to like focus on the digital to fund the hardcover. Does that make sense? I know it does. With that being said, I have no idea what I'm doing when it comes to hardcover products and physical products. And I need to hire someone that knows what they are doing. Like, honestly, this is my ideal situation for the manifest planner company. I want to be the creative behind it and I want to create the products and be like the face of the company. That's what I want to do. And then I want someone else to be the CEO of my company. I don't want to be the CEO of this company. I don't, but here's the problem. I don't have the funding yet and the money yet to hire on a CEO. So if you want to work for me for free and be the CEO of my company and grow the company, please come do it. Please work for me for free. (laughs) And I promise like we will get there and then I can pay you. But right now I can't pay anyone. So I just need people that believe in the vision and believe in the goal 
and the money will come. I know that that's for sure. Maybe you have to go through a round of funding. Fine. I would prefer this to be like self-funded through either the products. Like it was self-funded in the beginning. Um, like the initial investment came from me and it's great. Like we're doing, like I'm able to continue the company obviously, which is great, but I'm not able to expand at the rate that I wanted to expand at yet, which is fine. Companies take time to build. I'm really in no rush here because I see a very long-term goal for this, but I want to grow a company with the right people in it. So if you want to come work for me, I can't pay you yet, but I know that I will be able to one day and it will be a great pay one day. So again, go to toridismoan.com and hit contact me and let me know if you want to come work for me for the manifest planner. I need someone that knows physical product and I need you to know the ins and outs. I need you to know like what I should be doing or why don't you just do it? You know what? Why don't you do it? You do it and I will create the product and you get it from point A to point B and sell it. That's what I need. Thank you very much. So anyway, um, will I be coming out with a hardcover academic version of the planner? Possibly is the answer, but I need other things to happen before that does. So with that all being said, be sure to follow Manifest Planner on Instagram because I'm going to be coming out with a lot more digital stuff soon, such as education courses, more digital products, and really just those two things um, for the rest of Q1. And then Q2, we'll be starting to see more exciting things as well. So the Manifest Planner company is in a really exciting stage right now, and I'm nurturing it. Okay. That's like the way I'm explaining it. The hardcover products are, they're going great. Like they are like they're selling and they're doing all these, you know, they're doing what it's meant to do, but I'm just doing it wrong because I don't know how to move physical product. And I feel like I just messed up all of my margins and I don't know how, because I really thought that I had it all figured out. So I got to figure that out. Ah. Anyway. Okay. I just don't know what I'm doing and I need someone that doesn't know what they're doing. Okay. Last question. Let's move on to the last question which is how do you stick to a routine when life throws you off? I'm going to keep this nice and short and sweet because the answer is life happens and that's just matter of the fact. Life happens when we're busy making plans. That's one of my favorite quotes ever. And man, does it hold true. Life is always going to come in and just wreck all of our plans. And that's where we need to be flexible and we need to breathe and we need to be like, you know what? I'll try this again tomorrow. And that's all that we can do. We cannot control everything in our life. We cannot control the people in our life. We can only control how we react to situations. We can only control how we react to what happens for us. So I want you to try again tomorrow, to pick yourself up, and to just restart tomorrow. Remember that every day is a new day and that you always have another opportunity to try your best. And that's all that we can do. At the end of the day, that's all that we can do. Guys, that was my episode for today. Oh my God, happy Valentine's Day, by the way. Tomorrow's Valentine's Day. Um, But those are your questions that I'm answering about wellness, productivity, and relationship questions. I hope you guys enjoyed this today. I hope you guys found value out of this. Um, and I hope I hear from some of you guys about working for me, co-hosting wise, CEO wise, like, let me know. 
Um, but I hope you guys have an amazing day. I hope you guys have an amazing Valentine's day, the day of love and, um, just enjoy it, lean into it. I think it's so cute. All the pink and all the hearts and all the chocolates and the flowers. It's so cute. Just have fun. Um, and yeah, guys, I hope you have an amazing day. Happy manifest Monday. And, um, yeah, go purchase the manifest planner. I forgot to plug that in the beginning of the episode. God damn it, Tori. It's all right. I love you guys. I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye, guys. Happy Manifest Monday.